Hello, hi, and welcome to Tea with Culture. I'm Wal Hattar, and uh, with me is Hind Mazena. We are talking about our intro to the Dubai Film Festival. This is the 13th edition of Dubai Film Festival, starting on the 7th, which is a Wednesday, up until the 14th, which is a Wednesday. So we have about seven, eight days of uh, films back-to-back, and... Um, Everything varies from international films, Arabic language films, short films, as well as some special sections. Before we get into all of those, we're going to start discussing the theme, because every year we've noticed there's always a, a theme to the film festival. Hin, let's, uh, do you have any points on that? Yeah, I mean, out of the 156 films uh, in this uh, edition of the festival, we noticed, I know when we were going through the uh, the schedule and the catalog and the description, there's definitely a strong presence of women in a lot of films, or be it women filmmakers, or stories about women, uh, women protagonists, uh, women struggle stories. Mm. So I thought, I think that's maybe an overarch uh, theme or a connecting thread between a lot of the films. Um, so yeah, I'm quite fascinated by that and, and quite excited too. Yeah, and what's, what's, what's also interesting is that it's not us- it's not kind of a, a typical idea of, oh, the surviving woman that, that they've had in the past, but we get it across all the different nationalities and, and the films that are coming from, and also women of different ages. So you have the, the older ones, the younger ones, the children, and it's just different aspects of women's life. So that is a, is a very fresh take on film, especially that most of the times movies are really uh, kind of men's gaze driven. Yeah, that's true. I mean, especially with women, uh, women directors, feature, you know, and featuring strong uh, women stories. But yeah, I mean, I think like there's a really good selection of films from lots of countries uh, where the subject uh, as women. So there's mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Egyptian film uh, A Day for Women. Uh, there's uh, Zainab. Uh, Hates the Snow, there's Withered Green, so these are all Middle Eastern films, and then there's uh, American films, 20th Century Women, Certain Women. Definitely films with the women in the title. Although, I mean, there's one called Only Men Go to the Grave, but that is about women, so I'm quite interested in that. Um, That's one of the Emirati films that's come up. Yeah, we'll be talking about that uh, in a bit more details, uh, I'm sure, later this episode and this coming week. But yeah, so I'm quite excited about, um, yeah, like this theme of uh, women and where there's, I think, a good representation of different characters and different Mm -hmm. stories and different backgrounds. So yeah, uh, bring it on, you know, looking forward to seeing these films. As well as uh, the kind of the, the, the themes of women, uh, we also have a very new element to the film festival day, which is the virtual reality, or what they're calling in the in the brochure as different realities. Um, you've read up a little bit on it, but we haven't had the chance to see it yet. Well, I'm assuming it's part of like a, a virtual reality goggle thing, especially that Samsung is or do somebody sponsoring it. Yeah, I think the focus uh, on this section of the uh, festival this year is talking about, I think, the technologies and also viewing films and predicting what the future of film viewing will be. But um, I th- the films that they've listed in the schedule, they're all short films and they're all being screened, I think, in a... I don't know if it's especially built cinemas. I haven't figured that out yet, but it's going to be at Medina Jumeira. And there's a screen... You know, there are screenings almost every day. Um, I'm curious. I'm not necessarily a big fan of the whole having to put big goggles and watch a film. Uh, but, yeah, I think just let's see what, what uh, will be featured or what will be promoted. From the trailers that I saw, a lot of them kind of looked like experimental, almost student-y, let's test these grounds or some celebrated names, but in a kind of a cheesy factor. Although the only thing, uh, well, one of the only things that I'm really interested to see is a a Chinese-French film called Oblivious, which is a dance film. So that would be interesting to see in being in that world and looking at them dance around you, if that's how it is. 
but I guess we'll, like we said, we have to experiment with it and then kind of come back and do our, our daily talks every day with, with the shows and the films we're, that we're watching. About the schedule, uh, I know you spent a long time looking at every title and looking at every detail, and I'm still trying to figure out my schedule uh, whilst uh, we're recording this. But yeah, I, I think there's a sense of uh, a lot of films that are clashing, and we're trying to like uh, figure out which films, and almost going to Sophie's Choice, like we have to give up certain titles because there's a lot of clashing of titles. And I think there's not many, there's quite a few that aren't even screening more than once. Uh, um, so considering that we have 156 films that include shorts, I was hoping there'd be an opportunity where each film will be shown at, you know, definitely twice or three times. But in this case, the minute, maximum is twice and some films are screening only once. So there's, I think we will probably end up missing a few, which unfortunately... Yes, um, this is definitely, I think, one of the biggest film collections that they've had at DIFF so far. But unfortunately, their timing over the past few years has become kind of afternoon on. So we can, I think the maximum you can watch in the cinema is about three films a day. And yes, and you're right, um, more than ten films, and most of them are actually the, the gala ones, are only screen, uh, screening once. So in that sense, a lot of the, the bigger film festival ones you will definitely have to miss because they even clash with each other. So you won't, be, you won't have the chance to do that. Although, um, I don't know if it's, a, if it's a plus or a negative, about seven of the films that they are having are showing the cinema next week or so. Yeah, that's true. Like Rogue One, Miss um, Sloan, uh, what were the others? Yeah, it was Rogue One, uh, Miss Sloan, as well as uh, The Space Between, um, Collateral Beauty, La La Land, A Monster Calls, Jackie. I mean, the list goes on. We even have the large, um, the, the Indian blockbuster film, uh, Bifkr, opening up. I'm, I'm probably sure I pronounced that wrong, but you get the idea of it. So I don't know if that's a plus or a minus. They're coming again and right, right after the film festival is, is over. So, but at least it takes away from the pressure. Yeah, because well, I know it just makes me think, like, what is the role of the film festival? The opportunity to see films that are hard to find or hard to see that don't necessarily get, uh, you know, w- released, especially here in this part of the world. So I just feel that it almost feels like a missed opportunity by bringing films that will already be, you know, we know are going to be in the cinemas. And especially with the gala screenings where they are a lot more expensive compared to the regular screenings. So I'm kind of also wondering people who would pay... 100 dirhams to see a film that's going to be in the cinema the following week for 35 dirhams. Yeah, I guess people always want to have that first, right? Uh, and talking about firsts, as we've mentioned, I think this is the first time that I'm impressed with a short film selection. Usually, and I've, I've, I've kind of forced myself to go see a few and support some of the younger directors that we have here, but they've always been quite tired or quite experimental not in a good sense, but uh, let's try and make a film. But here, uh, this time around, they have a, a, a good selection. And so you have the, the Mohar shorts, the Mohar Gulf shorts, and the Mohal Emirati shorts, each of them at two or three different sections of it. Um, but from, from all of those, I would even actually recommend three of them are in my top, uh, kind of t- top ratings of top 40. And, and, and those would be, if anyone kind of uh, cares, the Mohar shorts one, Mohar shorts three, and the Mohar Gulf shorts two. Uh, so these are the ones that have, um, from what I've read and what I've seen, kind of films that are, that are not only just produced well, but, but really, really developed well. And there's a storyline and there's a little bit more interest than a short, let's make a movie and try to, try to get on with it. And before we get on to our list of films, I also want to say that the Arabic films this year have also been kind of um, a greater and greater level. I think in, in overall, uh, the, the Arabic level of filmmaking has, is slowly uh, developing. Any of these short films you're 
excited about? Like any titles stuck out for you that you really want to see? Um, yes, there's a, there's a Jordanian f- film called Five Boys in a Wheel, uh, which is kind of random, funny, melodramatic, and it also has a big, a big Palestinian actor, Ali Sleiman, who's been in a lot of features across DIFF, um, as well as uh, a, an, a contemporary Egyptian sh- film called two, uh, One Week, Two Days, which is about a contemporary couple um, in kind of marriage and conception of the ideas of, of living like that. While also from the Gulf, uh, from the Gulf shorts, there are two uh, Saudi films that are, that, are, that, are, that are quite catching in terms of kind of a contemporary feel and look and not over-dramatized. One of them is called 3,000 Kilometers, uh, while the other one is The Bliss of Being No One. So these are well-acted um, and, and kind of not over-indulging in anything but, but actual storytelling. I didn't have a chance to look at the uh, list of short films, but I'm hoping to discover a few this coming week. But out of the full feature films uh, lined up, uh, there's quite a few that I recommend. I mean, I listed the top 30 on my blog, The Culturist. But if I have to pick top three for now, um, I would say make sure you don't miss Your Name, a Japanese anime film. I saw this a couple of months ago. Uh, beautiful to look at, a really great story that touches upon parallel lives, body swap, um, dreams, memories, and it's really dense, it's quite layered, and if I have a chance, I'd really like to see it again. So I totally recommend you uh, make sure this is high on your list this week. Another film, also from Japan, After the Storm, by one of my favorite uh, film directors, uh, Hirokazu Kurida. He makes beautiful films about family and, um, like, he creates this universe that you want to be part of. And uh, his last, the last film, Our Little Sister, was just uh, just amazing to watch. And it was so tender and so empathetic. And I'm really looking forward to seeing this one, which is also, I think, family-related. So can't wait to see that. And the third uh, recommendation is Sierra Nevada from Romania. So I missed this at the London Film Festival, but there's been nothing but praise about this film uh, so I'm really excited that it's included in this year's edition, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. It's already, I think, in quite a few top films uh, of the year based on film uh, lists that are coming out. Yes, Sierra Nevada is also in my, in my top three. And for the listeners, please make sure to, to note that both Sierra Nevada and After the Storm are only playing once this film festival, so go quickly and, and grab your ticket. As for my other two, uh, one of them is the Italian film uh, Like Crazy, and um, this is a, a film by a um, director called Paolo, a director called Paolo Virzi. And um, for me, it's not so much the director himself which which brought me to it, but the the story of these two women, kind of both in a psychiatric facility in Tuscany, suffering from uh, uh, depression and kind of they run away. So it's like a psychotic aspect of Telma and Louise, but it's how they kind of. The, first of all, you don't get that many, many films that deal with. Um, with uh, with mental mental issues or belittle and this is just kind of their normal way of dealing with it. So it could be a lot of fun, and and they 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 won a lot of awards and got a lot of great reviews for the, for the acting. The other the last one on my list is is an Egyptian film, uh, Ali the Goat and Ibrahim, and uh, and the director and the writer did a lot of interesting projects before. One of them was a lot of few years, which showed at the Abu Dhabi. Uh, film festival, um, but it's not the title that drew me alone. It's, it's basically the aspect, the absurd, surreal film of this man in love with his goat and kind of going across Egypt trying to, to deal with that or to get rid of it. And and, I, and what I'm expecting is a contemporary look on Egypt uh, as a whole through through this kind of absurd filming style. So I'm really hoping for the best.
But when we talked about in, in terms of very strange synopsises this year that have popped up, anything that hint that brought your brought your attention closer to it? I think uh, Only Men Go to the Grave, a uh, film by uh, Abdullah Al-Kabi from the United Arab Emirates. And I think, yeah, we're getting the world premiere. So the description sounded interesting because I think, I mean, I don't want to give too much away, uh, but there is some mystery and I don't know what this mystery is. I have a feeling it might touch upon topics that might be deemed taboo. Um, I'm hope so. I'm very curious about this. Uh, the title itself was interesting because uh, only men go to the grave, but it's a very strong female-led um, story, and it's set uh, right after the Iraq-Iran War, 1988. So there are actors from Iraq, there are actors from Iran, and um, yeah, I'm really curious about it. The trailer intrigued me as well, and um, yeah, so I'm kind of looking forward to seeing this, and I'm hoping it'll be a surprisingly a, a great surprise and a great discovery. You've seen a lot of film this year, uh, luckily, because you had the chance to travel and catch a few of the film festivals abroad. Um, and as you mentioned, you had seen uh, your name. Um, any other films that you've seen that you would that are coming to Dubai that you would you would recommend to people to, 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 to catch? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I saw a few with the London Film Festival in October and a few other films earlier in the year. So, yeah, films to make sure you don't miss, uh, based on what I've seen. Uh, Certain Women, Hotel Salvation, Voyage of Time. Uh, Withered Green, um, yeah, those are kind of definite uh, films uh, to see. Uh, and Your Name, obviously, which I mentioned earlier. So, yeah, there, there's definitely a strong caliber of titles and films, uh, a lot of them critically acclaimed. So, yeah, people who kind of think we don't get good enough films, this is the week where we do. They're not censored, so we see the film in its original form. A lot of these also have the filmmakers that will be there, so there'll be interesting discussions and Q&A after it. So, yeah, if uh, you haven't been to the cinema in Dubai for a while, this is the week to make sure you try to change that and grab tickets because I heard tickets are selling out as well. So, yeah, go online on Dubai Film uh, uh, Festival website, um, you know, look at the schedule and or come to Dubai uh, to Mall of the Emirates where the box office is or Medina Jumeirah and, yeah, just get, get a ticket. Get a ticket of a film you've never seen before, you know, and, and, uh, and try to discover a film from a country you've never watched. You know, and it uh, should be hopefully a week of discoveries for lots of people. We're going to be here every day watching uh, films and we'll be posting uh, every day from the films that we've seen. So if you have any questions, do tweet us at uh, uh, Mad Hatter and at... Hidden Mizena. And, uh, and Hidden Mizena as well as uh, The Culturist or At Tea With Culture um, for any films in specific. And we'll be coming in with a lot of lots of guests... Um, podcasters as well so it's going to be a quite hectic week of uh, conversations and movies so goodbye from us and talk to you tomorrow looking forward to it bye